Well, that was the uh, godfather of soul. I don't know. They're all godfathers of soul. But that was lovely Mr. Al Green with Ride Sally Ride. Very appropriate today on B-Side Stories, Access Radio, 7.83 a.m. for our bike bonanza. You've been listening to Joe Clendon from Bikes Welcome and Arthur Price from Bike Space. And now we're going to have a chat with the uh, the godfather or the dreamer upera of um, crazy bike <laughs> shenanigans, Kelvin Aris. Welcome back to B-Sides. Hey, Carl. thanks for inviting me up again, Laurie. It's great to be here. <laughs> Such fine company. Ah, <laughs> oh, stop it, you. I know. You know who to hang out with. So, so what have you got the town doing on Saturday night? Well, I'll tell you a little bit about this this ride. It's um, it's I, I do some work with um the wonderful Bicycle Junction um shop in Newtown, and Dan Mickelson, who is the owner of the store, is um has a very beautiful vision based around the the Danish style of a of the old neighbourhood bicycle shop, and yes. so he lives and breathes bicycle culture, and he sells um utility bikes and and great city bikes and all of these um incredibly useful pieces of kit that last a long time and are really good. And Dan is also a source of tons of wicked ideas. And he's <laughs> surrounded himself with um, a crew of people who help help him to, to kind of materialise some of these ideas and get them moving out there in, in our test laboratory, which is Wellington City, <laughs> where people are so up for fun and are so connected that you can tell one person and five people find out and before you know it, everyone knows and, uh, and are talking about something. So we've got a really easy town to, to, um, to get people involved um, with, thankfully. <laughs> and so, so Dan, um, Dan has been quietly working behind the scenes um, for a while, and this particular ride, the, 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 um, the Bicycle Ravers, Ravers. Um, Ride to the Galaxy, is a, is a full moon ride, and it's continuing on a bit of work that we started last year with um, the Lucid Dream Bike, which was an um, award-winning um, fringe festival entry where yes. people took a very surrealist um, nighttime journey th- with our collective imagination. So we, um, <laughs> so we just roll pretty deep in our in our fantasy world, and we we hope to bring more and more people into this um, fantastical um, way of relating to our wonderful city. And so, so the full moon ride is is a full moon ride, and um, we've. Ke- <laughs> Thank you exactly, we, and we've and we've kept it very simple. We've we, we've we've made a um a starting point and a starting time, and we've we've put a challenge in the starting point in that it's the um the top of the Mount Vic lookout, and the suggested time to arrive is at sunset. And I'd suggest getting there a little bit earlier because it's so nice up there. Yes. And and the reason for that is that you you effectively prepay your your downhill um your downhill ride so all the hard work is done before the event starts and you can just kind of put your feet up and relax and go with the flow um with the other full moon riders um so we're asking people to 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 do your bike up dress up cover your bike with um lights and we're going to have um we're going to have some DJs from Radioactive um who are going to be playing um Wicked tunes through uh, through a very um, grunty sound system that Barry Hutton, for, who does the sound around all the festivals for um, for Wellington City, oh my gosh. is putting together, and that's going to be <laughs> that's going to be on a cargo bike, and we're going to have a separate um, little DJ booth that's um, a bicycle rickshaw that's connected by via wireless, so the DJs <laughs> are going to keep keep close to the to the sound bike, and um, 
Yeah, it's a it's a rolling party. There's a lot of surprises and secret um, locations that it will take in, and the idea is we're going to end up in town at the end of the night. So um, who knows where it may lead? Calvin, are you sure this is even legal? Um, I'm pretty sure it's um, I'm pretty sure it's it, it's legal. I, I don't <laughs> think mostly legal. Anyway. Mostly legal. Yes, yeah. <laughs> it depends on the on the conduct of the um, of the riders, of course. So if you um, if you're aware of what's happening around you and you're paying attention, then I think. It should be okay. Is, is Dan bringing the beer bike? That's what I want to know. You'll have to ask Dan that. You'll have to <laughs> ask Dan that. There, I know there is a beer bike. It's a beautiful um, rolling bar top. Um, undecided. TBA. Come to the top of the hill. I've been on one of these ride, r- rides before. They are amazing. Yes. Like, and you actually feel like you're dreaming too. It's not, you know, when they say lucid, it's, it's, yeah, it's quite incredible. Just do it. Try it out. There were some uh, quite Thanks, amazing comments from some quite conservative Wellingtonians after the Lucid Dream Bike. It was quite amazing who it pulled in and the experience that they had. What was one of your best experiences from that ride, Kelvin? I think with with um, the Lucid Dream Bike itself was 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 a. a prof- Production for the Fringe Festival, right. and so this was the idea of um, the element of surprise, and so we really rolled very under the radar. We didn't tell anyone what was happening, other than you got a text message saying, "Meet at this point at this time," and that's and that's it. Right. And I think that element of surprise is something that's really important to maintain mm. in a city full of up for it people. Um, <laughs> surprising each other with with epic stuff as much as we can is really important because we've got such a creative community and it's very connected and. Stuff can just happen miraculously and materialise here. And I think, in a way, um, the bit I liked best about all of the Lucid Dream Bike um, events, including the, the Waterfront yep. Parade, is just that people bring themselves along to this and they, they, um, they become part of, the, part of the performance. Right. Um, and I think the one, the one that stood out for me was um, on, the, on the mid-winter um, parade along the waterfront, yes. we had... Um, we had a false start on the Friday night because it was too windy to take out the um, the big light floats that we created. And um, so we invited everyone down anyway to come and have a look at right. what was going. And people got really inspired. And a lot of kids went home, dragged their parents to Bunnings oh, and said, yes. OK, we're going to make these awesome bikes. And so we had the, these kids who came up with these incredible ideas, which people can, people can steal these ideas. The idea is that you curate your own stuff. Everyone's the artist. And so it's not about anyone putting on a show, it's being part of the show. And I think a city like Wellington, we've got that ability to just connect and, and drag your mates along because you know they'll have a good time. Um, and so this hopefully is no exception, but yeah, I think grab, grab some fairy lights is, is, a, is a really easy thing to do. And, and with the first Lucid Dream Bike, we, um, we decked out people's bikes when they went into the forest right. for, a, for a storytelling um, in Aro Valley. And when they came out, it was dark and their lights were completely decked out. Um, in um, in fairy lights of different colours and some were flashing and it just created this, whoa, okay, it's on and and then this sensation of flying together Woo-hoo. in a shared lucid dream through the city, which um, yeah, we can really reimagine this place and I, and I think for us it's like it may it may sound on that on that kind of more frivolous end of things, but it's actually about actively reimagining what the city is, what, what's possible, and applying this to our infrastructure as well. Because I think often things as mundane as painting lines on roads get, get put into this it's serious infrastructure mm. basket and there's not enough creative input going into this. And I, I would like to imagine that Wellington 
could be the the wetter workshops of everything we do um, and, and making a city the size that we are the best it can possibly be and leading leading on all all fronts because we might as well be because we're here and um, and we, we, we love the place enough to stick around. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not go there. <laughs> so... So yeah, that's sorry. That's that's my um, that's my that, political soapbox. But um, loved it. Bringing this purely to to joy, bikes and joy and fun and and um, connecting with people and and with with going out with friends and meeting meeting new friends. So when do we? So when do we have to get there again for okay. the, the bike ravers ride to the galaxy? Okay, so ride? so f- all the information is on the the bicycle junction Facebook page and. It's a very sim- it's a very simple um, time and start. It's the top of the Mount Vic lookout. How you get there's up to you, and um, the the time is sunset, which is around eight to eight eight thirty. I think the sun officially goes down at exactly eight thirty. But um, I'd suggest getting there a bit earlier and leaving a bit of time. I think coming up Alexander Road is probably the nice the easiest route. And quick question about cycling ability for those that are a little uh, you know not as gung ho. What is your recommended um, cycling level for for this? Yes, I would say it's open to it's open to anyone. If it's um, it's not going to be a fast moving right. parade, and you'll be surrounded by lots of um, people looking out looking out for you, and and we'll be really um, making sure that it's a very safe it's a very safe experience, and there's not a huge amount of traffic on the roads, and most of it will be. Um, off roads and, and you'll be well lit up too. And you'll be very well lit up because it's night time. <laughs> okay. Um, well, there's a bit of a legend going on there, Kelvin. So I am sure that will this will be adding to it. And awesome that Bicycle Junction are just, uh, yeah, kind of dreamer uppers of oh, such it's, things. It's, it's really inspiring to be to be doing this work in Wellington. So yeah, yeah. come come one, come all, and um, and join the join the fun on Saturday night. <laughs> Sounds great. Patrick, Patrick Morgan of Cycle Aware Wellington. Um, now, you, I found a newspaper, I had a little giggle on, on the weekend with your lovely face in it, reporting from back in 2013. But how long have you been in this space and what's kept you here with your work? Right, so I've been working at um, Cycling Action Network for about eight years and before that as a volunteer with Cycle Aware Wellington for about a decade. Wow. So most of the good stuff in Wellington gets done by volunteers. <laughs> the, the cycling yeah. culture here is tremendous. Wow. That, that's a good... What is it for you that you see is important in the difference that this is making? Why do you stay in there? Well, you know, cities are about change. They're, they're always changing. And I think Wellington is well overdue mm. for um, a huge step up in cycling. The party's already started. You just heard from, <laughs> from Calvin. Um, so the crowd's here. But the and city council has space. been yeah, a little <laughs> bit slow to catch up. Right. So they're supporting some great programs. They're putting bike parking in. They're helping fund bike space. But where's our damn bike lanes? Can't say anything to that. Well, if, if you want to. I mean, <laughs> yeah, go on. <laughs> come on down tomorrow. We've got Go By Bike Day at yes. um, Queen's Wharf, Wednesday morning, 7 till 9 a.m. There's a uh, free breakfast. The Mayor will be there, the Minister of Transport, Simon Bridges, will be there. So come and hear from them about what great. their plans are for cycling. Great, great. We'll make every lane a bike lane tomorrow. Yeah. 
So for Go By Bike Day numbers, is that what it's about or is it about just getting on your bike and having a good time? What's so important and exciting for Wellington to really get into this? Well, I think it's like Calvin said, you know, don't just come to see the show, be the show. Yep, So nice. have breakfast, hang out with your mates, um, play some games, win a prize. You know, get into the politics if, if that's your thing. Yep. But it's a bit of a, you know, often when we bike, we're doing it in small groups to come together when there's 500, 1,000 people on bikes. Mm. It's a great kind mm. of, uh, I guess, encouragement to keep doing it. Yeah. A feeling that you're not alone out there, that there's the weight of history is on your side. Um, did you know how, many, how old the bicycle is this year, Laurie? No, but I, I have seen it and haven't retained that information. Okay, 200? so 200 years. So, yeah, go the bike. So hashtag bike centennial, if you like. <laughs> um, so we're really celebrating that, the, the fun, the adventure and the progress and looking forward to um, what biking can deliver for a great city like Wellington. Yeah. So just with um, Go By Bike Day, there's also a really um, a building support from businesses in this area as well. So we've got businesses offering up goodies, like just as a little teaser down there. Yeah, we've had Common Sense Organics on board for years. Um, the bagels are back. I think uh, we've got organic milk, uh, fresh fruit. Great. It's, it's, a, it's a great breakfast, a great way to start the day, rain or shine. Coffee, coffee, coffee. Coffee from Peoples. Always. Great. Okay, so what's in it for these businesses to want to support the biking culture in Wellington? Uh, I think, you know, if you're in business, you need to look after your customers. And we know that about one in three people in Wellington rides bikes uh, regularly. So why wouldn't you want to support your customers? Great. So just getting on to the numbers there. So you're saying one in three people rides a bike in Wellington. Yes, that's around 70,000 people, either for commuting, recreation, sport, or just out with the kids. That is amazing. So why haven't we had fast direction then? That's a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, it sure is. So in summary, change is hard. Right. It, it takes time. Um, if you want to change the status quo... The status quo can push back. We've seen a bit of that in Wellington. And we need to be really good at um, explaining why we want to transform Wellington into a, a really bike-friendly place. We've got amazing bicycle culture here, but it's taking time for the city to respond to that. Mm, mm, okay. So what are the main challenges or the, the physical problems with getting people on bikes? Um, Actually, from it's, your perspective. It's quite hard to keep people... To, to stop people getting on bikes. They really want to do it. Even in Wellington, where there's really pretty crap bike infrastructure, um, it's undergoing a real boom in cycling. So people have bikes. They want to ride bikes. Mm. They just don't want to mix with busy traffic. Mm. So this means uh, reimagining what our public spaces and streets look like and allocating space so our streets are fit for purpose. Great. So what changes can Wellingtonians look forward to in terms of cycling infrastructure this year? What is on the cards? Or do we have to go and talk to Justin tomorrow? Look, the council's going to start with eastern suburbs, so we'll probably see something along Cobham Drive by right. the airport, and then heading in towards uh, Evans Bay Parade. Um, it's probably a relatively easy place to start, so a better quality um, shared path along Cobham Drive and into the city. Um, we're also looking for a big improvement between Thorndon and Nauronga, right. where the council's already getting rid of the power poles and making the hut path much safer and more attractive mm, to use. Mm. 
Great. Okay, well, that's something. The other thing is it's not all about bike lanes. Sometimes just reducing on uh, traffic speeds really makes a difference. So Wellington's been leading the country on reducing traffic speeds in our suburbs. So you think about right. Arrow Valley, Thorndon, Seaturn. We've got 30k zones, yep. Berenpore, um, and even parts of the Golden Mile. I've got a vision for a, a really people-friendly CBD where cars are the guests and possibly 30 kilometres an hour is the default speed on most CBD streets. Sounds good to me. And Patrick, just in terms of um, growth in people riding bikes, I think we were talking about that a year ago, but we, we see we are seeing incremental growth all the time. Yeah, so the last census was 2016. Um, I think in Berenpore and Newtown, 10% of people got around by bike that day. On top of that, mountain biking is huge in Wellington. Mm. There's a really great trail system, mostly dug by volunteers. Yes. Um, there's so many bike scenes, frocks on bikes, pedal ready, uh, the trail builders, downhill scene, fixies, enduro riding. You really have to try pretty hard to stop people getting on bikes. Um, the party's here, they're coming already. Okay, back on B-Side Stories, Access Radio, 7.83am with the bike bonanza. We were just talking to Patrick Morgan from um, Cycle Aware Network about Go By Bike Day tomorrow. Please be down there between what time, Patrick? Uh, Any time from 7am at Queen's Wharf, under the sails. Great, fantastic. Cycle to work, enjoy your day, take over the road, that's the aim. Talking about riding, uh, what is everyone's favourite ride? Go on, Joe. Well, when I can get away from my family. <laughs> I like to cycle around the bays. I think that's just a brilliant ride. Mm, and, mm. and for me, coming out from the hut, that's a, a really good, nice training ride as well. Right, right. Yeah, yeah that's very brave. Yeah. I've only done this, the hut route once so far in my life, out on the motorway. Yeah, yeah, it is brave. You either go on the bike path and get slapped in the face with the flax or you brave the motorway. But, but I, that's I prefer the flax. <laughs> yeah. uh, so you love coming into town and going around the base. Yeah, it's just very zen sort of heading out there and just that view and the wildness mm. out there. I love it. Have we got Seclovia happening this year? No. Great. Arthur, what about you? You must be, you look like an adventurer. I was actually gonna say Seclovia, but you <laughs> stole it from me. So I was gonna say any any um, cycle ride with a group of cyclists that's like I, I was gonna say critical mass as well, like right. where you actually get a where you become like mm. you know enough to take over the road is I guess yeah I'm a social rider. I don't well I you know I commute, but I don't ride as a team you know as a sport or anything. Right. But just to do it. As a part of a community, I think it's one of the most empowering experiences on a bike that I've ever had. So definitely, yeah, Seclovia, any of those uh, go-by-bike day where you're sitting at the traffic lights with 20 other cyclists. It just feels good. I I agree, it does. So, yeah, that's the kind of riding I like. I've just shifted into Ritterford Street in Newtown. Joe talked about getting away from her family, but yesterday I saw Dan Mickelson with... (laughs) Two kids on the back. Then I looked again, and it was he had three kids on the back of his bike, he, heading home. Um, you know, we've got a bit of a pop-up bike ride next week outside Te Papa in the evening. They're having a right. go home by bike event, and I think the uh, the beer bike will be there. So if you're curious about what a beer bike is, come down to Te Papa on <laughs> the, the 15th. Only one way to find. And out. we'll go for a cruise around town afterwards. Sounds tasty. 
And, and if you don't want to get away from your kids, I've got to say, um, my kids love Go Buy Bike Breakfast. It's one of the highlights of their year. Mm. And it's actually really nice to get kids along to it as well. So I do encourage you to, to bring the whanau and make it a family morning out. Joe, is that in the hut as well? Yep, and it's in the hut next week. So Wednesday the 15th yep. at the Dows. At the Dows, yep. Thanks for that tip-off, Jo. I was planning on getting away from the kids, but you're right. That way we could get the breakfast in them as well as get them to school. Yeah, it's great multitasking. Fantastic. Yeah, And they win all the prizes as well. <laughs> Kelv, do you have a favourite that's, well, and you're allowed to say one of your own? I, I, like, um, I like going out with friends and spontaneously deciding where, where, where a night or an afternoon or an evening will, will, will go. Yep. And so I, I love the Wellington waterfront and I love cruising down Cuba Street and through the Eva Street and all the lanes and all that, all those places. But one thing I, I'm really conscious of is showing someone who's new to cycling a really nice introduction and not freaking people out with Willis Street or Taranaki Street or any of that stuff. Just taking them on the good on the good stuff, and then they can work out outwards from there. Go out from there. So does Wellington, Patrick? You know, you were mentioning, but do we really have one of the best? Bike culture, you know, in bike cultures in the world, and if we do, why? Yeah, absolutely. I think um, density is a big part of it. So people live close together. It's um, the downtown is pretty dense in the inner suburbs. So people often live a bikeable distance from town. It's really just the easiest way to get around the city. Uh, I think on top of that, the mountain bike culture is really strong. Mm. The trails are world class, and I think um, the city council is waking up to that. That it's one of the ways you attract and retain people to your city. Mm-hmm. I know a bunch of people who have moved here, in part because of the great biking. We just need city biking to match. Nice. So in, in that, um, sorry, my microphone's sounding a bit weird. There we go. There I am. Oh. Um, if we've got this great culture and you were reeling off a few of the other organisations that are around, is there any organisation in itself that you feel like is really making a big push to make change? Look, wearing another hat, I'm an instructor with Pedal Ready. Right. It's a, it's yep. a programme of um, school instruction. We also do adult classes. So part-time I go into schools and take the kids biking, teach them a few basics and get them out on the street making more journeys by bike. So that's a pretty good program. They offer free training to workplaces as well. So if you want to school yourself on biking, check out Pedal Ready Org NZ. Great. And I think a lot of um, even adults are quite shy about getting back on a bike when they haven't been on one for a few years. So are they having a good uptake with adult riders? Yeah, I think we trained about three or 4,000 kids last year. Um, The take-up with adults, not so much. So we're looking at... um, I guess retargeting the program so we've got more points of contact with people. Right. Turns out blokes don't really want to come to a, a bike class. Um, so finding out the best ways to deliver that training right. is something we're doing this year. Good. But just this morning I was at the Sustainability Trust doing a, a wee mini session for their staff. So we had eight people along, a bit of a um, demo on doing a safety check on your bike, discussion about what kind of clothes to wear, whether it's hot or, or rainy, and a few um, bike etiquette tips. Bike etiquette. Funny you should bring that up, Patrick. Do do we in Wellington, you know, is there a bit of an us and them culture starting to happen? And, and what can we do to avoid that as cyclists? 
Look, again, our you know, design is key. If the streets are designed to make biking easy, then people do the right thing. Unfortunately, we've been uh, doing a bit of social engineering for 50 years, trying to see what will happen if we optimise our streets for driving, and it's not really working out so well. So that's why cities are changing. Um, so, yeah, sometimes people on bikes do dumb things. Mm. But um, my two-point advice for this is, number one, follow the rules. Number two, don't be a dick. Nice. And can you just give us a bit more about the don't be a dick there, Patrick? <laughs> can you explain that a little bit more? Or do, sure. Or really, should we not need explaining? Sure. So, you know, indicate to other people where you're going to go. So you can do that by turning your head or indicating with a hand. It really comes down to things that we learned in kindergarten. Take your turn. Um, be predictable. You know, ask permission. Share. And if you make a mess, clean it up. Sounds good to me. Okay, just we have three minutes left. So just if Wellington could have a vision, and it's, yeah, we can't pull this into three minutes, what do we need to do to get people on bikes? Arthur? Um, we need to pull out those bikes from the garage, bring them down to bike space, take them to um, re-bicycle. Um, Hilika there is doing an amazing job getting bikes out to um, the community um, come to mechanical tempest six to eight monday to thursday come to bike space uh, tuesday to saturday from 11 till 6 p.m um, yeah get your bikes out of the shed get them on the road and get on them fantastic joe what about you what do we have to do to get biking booming yes, and- liberate your bike <laughs> let it out of the shed <laughs> let it out of the garage give it some fresh air and some sunshine and it will reward you with the biggest smile on your face that you've had in a long time it is about getting on there and you know you were saying about how you can gain confidence when you're an adult who hasn't ridden i was an adult who hadn't ridden for a long time i gained my confidence by cycling around a cemetery Wow. No one bothered me there. <laughs> so, you know, find, find a place where you're not going to be embarrassed, get your confidence back, and then just enjoy it because that's what it's about. It's good for you, good for the planet, but best of all, it's good fun. Kelvin, what do we have to do to get bikes booming in Wellington? You have to come to the full moon ride on Saturday, <laughs> and I'll tell you how. <laughs> Patrick. Yeah, just what, what could the Wellington City Council do to get the uh, bikes booming? Well, I think they need to listen to people. They need to um, start delivering bike lanes. They've got the money from the government. It's time to spend a bit of political capital and um, deliver what people want. Look at Auckland. I mean, they're doing a better job than us. They are, and they've the got pink lane. ones for crying out loud. Yeah, like who would have thought <laughs> that Auckland could do such an awesome job? So it is about putting their their big person panties on and spending the money and showing some leadership because that's what we need. Otherwise, people are just going to do what they've always done, which is get in the car. Fantastic. Many thanks to our bike panel. It's bike week, bike month, bike to work day tomorrow. People enjoy. Thank you, team, for coming on the show. Thanks, Ben. Thank you. Laura. Thanks, Laurie. Have a great week, Wellington. Love your work. Thanks, Laurie. Okay, see you tomorrow. Thank you.